knives down, get ready for a plate full of dog kibble, and join us as we take a bite out of the Little Apple. I am your host, Katie Weavy. And I am Becky Goff, and this is Little Apple Bites Podcast. Uh, today, we have Jen Living Good. She's the owner of Leeds Pet Care, which is a pet sitting and dog walking business here in town. Welcome, Jen. Welcome. Thank you. So, Jen, we have a question we've been asking all of our guests, and that is, what makes the Little Apple special to you? Oh, wow. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We hit everyone with that first thing. Like, that's the first question we throw at you. I mean, the Little Apple, for me, uh, I came here to go to college and stayed, um, which I think says a lot because I had no intentions of staying. Um, And then... We had planned to move again and then ended up starting a family. So, again, no intentions of leaving. So, we've definitely um, stayed in the area. Um, We love everything that it offers for families as well as the business um, and being able to do what I love to do. That's awesome. Absolutely. And uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. Leeds Pet Care, they... You come into your house and watch your watch your um, watch somebody's pets for them. Correct. Yes, we provide in-home pet care and dog walking services. So our busy time is uh, between ten and two, while people are at work and need help with potty breaks or dog walking while they're at work. And then when people go on vacation, their pets can what we call staycation at home. Um, and stay in the comfort of their own home, and we come to them. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that um, you can have a place for your pets. Uh, I think that pets are like a member of the family for lots of people, and I know that I treat my cat very, very well. And uh, when you travel or you're in the office all day, it's hard to come back and uh, take care of your pet every so often, and so it's nice to have somebody uh that can come in and wash your pet for you yes that's exactly what it is so what kind of animals can you take care of i know you said you do dog walking and uh you do cat sitting is there any other animals that you guys take care of yes we do Um, we've done a variety of pets over the years me personally i have experience from you know large animal including livestock and horses all the way down We do have a few clients that do have large animals, um, but they're not typically in our service area. Mm -hmm. So it's very particular on, you know, who we can accept. Then from there, we take care of um, quite a few what we call our hand pet friends. So we right now we have quite a few rabbits on our roster, a few um, snakes and different reptiles as well. But primarily, like, our most common animals are going to be our cat and dog friends. Right. Very cool. And what, you talked about your service area. What is the area that you guys can cover? We generally tell people within the city limits of Manhattan, since we do so much driving, we, it's kind of how we were able to focus down on where kind of our focus was going to be on our clientele. Now, we do service the Green Valley area. And that's technically not in the city limits, or at least not the connected city limits. I'm not sure how all that has changed out there with the upcomings. But so we do go out to Green Valley. um, But I would say typically we're going to tell you you have to be within the city limits of Manhattan. Okay. What would you say is your 
favorite animal to take care of? I know that you still go out and do a lot of the visits yourself, even though you are running the business. Yeah, so I really enjoy the dogs probably the most. I think that's where most people kind of get into the pet care business are with dogs, and it mm-hmm. kind of has stuck with me. Um, I do enjoy the cats, but because cats generally, we don't see cats as often. So I feel like we don't get as stronger, like as strong of a relationship or bond with the cats as we will when we see, you know, we see some dogs Monday through Friday every day. um, And then if their parents travel, we get to come in and take care of them at that time too. So our bond and relationship with those dogs is a lot stronger. And I really enjoy that relationship that we get to have versus the other pets. You just don't get that same relationship as you might with the dogs. Yeah. I get that. So what is something that kind of makes your business stand out um, as the like kind of must have to contact when you're going on vacation or for even those day-to-day visits compared to like just having my friend from down the street come watch my animal or maybe making use of one of those more popular um, apps that are out there now? Yes, yes. We hear a lot about um, Rover and the different apps like that. So how we are different is one... And I guess we're different in multiple ways. So we have our own app. Um, so you, our clients get to sign up. They can use the app to get updates. Uh, they will get, you know, pictures after every visit through that app. So in Rover, right. we are similar in that way. But we are very different in the fact of we are insured and bonded. Um, so we have that protection for when we come into your house. Accidents happen with you know, pets just like they do with our kids at school or anything. Um, And so our insurance and bonding, you know, protects both uh, my team as well as, you know, our clients. And then kind of going into that, we, Leeds Pet Care is a team effort. So we are small, but we we call ourselves small yet mighty. Right now we are a team of four. And that way uh, one of us is always on call um, to ensure that all pet friends get taken care of care of while also ensuring that my team has you know a life work balance as well um we all have our own pets and some of us have kids or school and other priorities so our team effort allows you know if if i'm supposed to go to visits today but i'm homesick you know my team can step in and has who also have met those animals and can still make sure that all of our pet friends are taken care of that's awesome. Yeah. That's, a, that's kind of a good thing to know, especially if you're going out of town and if I hired you guys to come and like check on your dog or cat, what have you. Like you said, if one of you gets sick, somebody else is always available to fill in, whereas some of those other options, you may yeah. not have that opportunity. If your neighbor were to get sick or, you know, a death in your neighbor's family, they are most likely going to cancel on you or, you know, up and leave. And it, then it kind of falls back on the pet owners. Right. Um, And so we're able to provide this to ensure that, again, like all of our pet friends are always taken care of while we also balance our lives at home. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I think that it's really cool. You you touched on it a little bit, how you guys through the app will send pictures when they're not home. And that's like a really cool feature. Will you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so our app is a program that's free to all of our clients. So we cover that cost. Um, and then, so how we use it is that is where our clients enter all the information about their house, um, about their pets, 
you know, we ask all the emergency questions like who else has access to your house? Who does the emergency contact if for some reason we can't get, you know, a hold of each owner? It has all that information stored in one place so that clients can easily update that and that we can also have easy access to that. That is also where clients get to um, look at their schedule. They can go in and request visits for their upcoming vacations or they can have an ongoing schedule. Like we have a lot of people who work, you know, who only need us to come in every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And so they can log in, see their schedule. They can update it. We offer visits ranging from just potty breaks, which are generally like 15, 20 minutes to up to, you know, an hour or two long walks or hikes or just depending on each pet's needs. And so, again, the clients can log into their app, see their schedules, make changes, make requests, pay their bills. Um, and then after every single visit, they will get an update. I um, mean, it gives them that peace of mind that, you know, somebody has been there and their dog is, or, you know, or pet has actually been taken care of. They can get to know kind of a little bit what happened. You know, sometimes, you know, we'll come into the house and the dogs have gotten into the trash or, you know, everything. And in an emergency situation, we would always contact the parent. But right. the, these little journal updates, you know, allow, again, that peace of mind. Hey, somebody's been there. All is well as at home. Here's a sneak peek of how your dog's day went. And they can get all that information through the app. That's so sweet. I know that that is like such a peace of mind thing for me. If I'm going to go home, go away for a week or whatever, I want to, you know, be able to make sure like I don't come home with like the end of the week and be like, did they see them? I don't know. Yeah, for sure. And we have, you know, checklists that we can customize to each pet owner. So, you know, the cats, it'll, it'll let you know, hey, like we cleaned the litter box today. Or, you know, sometimes if they got sick outside of the litter box or, you know, whatever, we'll give all that updates through the app and then like again in emergency situations that's a whole other ball game on how yeah. we handle that but it's definitely a peace of mind for all of our pet owners um and it helps us you know keep track of and get to know the dogs on how who who potties when and where and who eats when and where and all that good stuff yeah absolutely well, I was going to say, we've kind of mentioned, you know, that one of the things you guys do is helping out when people are out of town and we're, you know, the holidays have already started. So I know you guys have probably already filled up for this weekend with Thanksgiving yesterday and coming up is Christmas. Like, are there still spots where if someone's looking for help from your company, could they still have that opportunity? Is that Yeah. You so have? we generally start booking holidays, you know, a month or more out um, for us because we require um, everybody to be enrolled in the app and we require like in-person meet and greets and then some pets require like other introductions. Um, we do take longer than maybe traditionally, you know, enrolling your dog at a boarding facility or just calling up your vet. So we, what we ask any time of year is to, if you're a new client with us to allow, you know, five to 10 business days to make sure that we can fit, you know, a meet and greet in and get to meet the pet and meet the owners and do all that. Um, Thanksgiving is already booked. Um, we, we were able to accept a few new clients, um, over the past two weeks. Um, but all those spots have been filled. Yeah. And then Christmas, we do still have openings. Um, if you, if they, if somebody has not been a client with leads before, then again, it's best to start, you know, start that process now because, as we get closer to Christmas, especially people start leaving town earlier. And so our schedules, 
allow less time for meet and greets right. and enrollment and you know those type of more administrative things and so for us again as a such a small team we just need a little bit more time um, to get everybody going but then once you've been through that process you can log in and request visits as needed so we always tell people you know if you think you're going to need us it's best to start that process now and the right. enrollment process and the app don't cost anything okay um so we definitely encourage you know people to kind of plan ahead right now we actually have a few people going through enrollment that are pregnant uh, because they don't have family in the area and so they want to know that when they go into labor or if something doesn't go as planned that we already know their pets we already have access to the house um and so again it's just about kind of that planning ahead and allowing time Versus waiting till that emergency happens and not having, you know, somebody that can step in and provide that pet care right away. Yeah. I never thought of that. You know, the pregnant mm -hmm. thing, like having a kid, you know, <laughs> going to the hospital. And, you know, sometimes depending upon if everything goes well, obviously nowadays you're able to be in and out fairly quickly. But sometimes you're there a couple of days. And if. Yes. Yeah. If you're so not prepared, those we animals had a, are going to need help. We've had quite a few clients lately have babies, and it's exciting, and it's big changes for the pets. And so a lot of times, you know, we do encourage them to stay home during that time because mom and dad are gone, and they can sense all those hormonal cha hormonal changes going on with mom, too. And so we do work, you know, we try our best to, again, one reason why we always have somebody on call is that we really try our best to you know be that backup for people in their lives yeah. you know i have children i know what it was like my team stepped up when i had my baby and i had to stay in the hospital a few days longer than planned and so again it all falls back to that peace of mind of just knowing that you have people there yeah and they have access to your house and they've met your pets and those important factors I want to talk a little bit about how you got started with leads. Initially, it was Manhattan Mutt Company, and then you took over ownership and eventually changed to Leeds Pet Care. And I'm curious a little bit about your background and how you got into Leeds and why you got into Leeds Pet Care. Yeah, um, I always grew up an animal lover. Like many people that come to Manhattan, I uh, came for animal science at K-State. Um, I graduated with my degree. I've worked at um, several vet clinics over the years, managed uh, a few different doggy daycares in Kansas, uh, worked at the veterinary health center here at K-State, and have kind of, have always, you know, been that neighbor or that friend that took care of other people's pets on the side. Yeah. And I, you know, I do try my best uh, to, you know, help my friends and family out, but it became a lot, especially when we started talking about, you know, make having a family and doing all those kind of things. So I actually met an employee of Leeds or I guess what was Manhattan Mutt at the time when I was working at K-State mm -hmm. and they had mentioned that the owner of Manhattan Mutt Company no longer lived in the state and had, you know, talked about selling, but wanted to make sure that her, you know, her current clientele was going to be taken care of. And so we got to talking and we made that transition or that, you know, tra business transaction in 2019. And then Manhattan Mutt had begun in 2012. So she had, you know, quite a bit of clientele. She had a really good reputation. And so we just wanted to continue that. The main reason for that name change that, you know, we're kind of talking about here is just to be more inclusive. We did, a, you know, we have a lot of cat friends and other animals 
So we wanted to kind of get away from the term mutt. And then we also are really close friends with the people over at Manhattan Mutt School. And there was a lot of confusion between our two businesses. And they were actually around prior to when Manhattan Mutt Company began. And so we kind of decided that that name change was going to be ideal to be inclusive to all of our pet friends and be just kind of a better for all around us. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that you said, like trying to be inclusive of all of your pet friends. And I know you have a lot of animals on the farm and there's a wide range of the animals that you take in, but it's also really cool because you'll take in animals that or take care of animals that most people won't. You'll take care of uh, what's considered an aggressive dog breed and things like that. Yeah, so we generally, we, I guess I don't necessarily promote that, you know, I take on all the problem dogs, but Mm -hmm. uh, my team and I, we have definitely, we do our best to help people. Uh, We have dogs, me personally have had dogs that can't be in boarding situations um, or don't do well in boarding situations or don't do well with new people. And so we have worked over the years um, with some extremely special cases in order to people to still live their lives but still have their pets at home. Um, We've done, you know, hands-free options where we've helped owners uh, build dog runs in their house so that if it needed to, we could, you know, take safely take care of the animals without um, having to handle them. Um, A lot of people in the area, for good reasons, don't accept, you know, dogs of aggressive nature unless they have a really good relationship with them. And so... Again, planning ahead comes down to this. The owners did not plan ahead in order to get into a boarding facility to develop that relationship. And so we were able to step in and kind of help and incorporate that. Um, We do take on some special medical cases. Uh, My team has taken care of cats with feeding tubes. And that cat has now become a daily in our life. Uh, She lives in a nursing home. And her mom Uh, is no longer able to remember whether or not the cat has been fed and that Mm -hmm. caused the cat to have to be rushed to K-State and get feeding tubes put in and luckily everything turned out great and we take we feed Miss Bella every day twice a day 365 days a year uh, and keep her with her mom as long as possible while they live out their life in the nursing home so we yes we while we don't take on every animal um, and we're not the right fit for every animal because we are, do we do work as a team. If our schedules allow, then we will, you know, do our best to help people accommodate and be able to, you know, enjoy their lives and travel as well as be able to own pets. Cause that's what we all want to. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's kind of heartwarming, the whole cat thing. <laughs> yes, Miss Bella and her mom yeah. have become family to us. We've previously had a, a dog in the nursing home as well. Yeah. But both dog and owner has since passed. Gotcha. And so, but we definitely, it definitely becomes sensitive. Um, we've adopted kind of both of them as family. Yeah. And we just love that we can help keep Miss Bella with her mom for as long as possible. And we hope we can continue to do that. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's kind of a great thing to be able to, you know, for an, a person getting moved somewhere else, I assume, you know, in that situation of, to the nursing home and then still being able to keep her cat. And that's just like maybe that one familiar thing that she's yeah. able to continue to have. So. Yeah, I think it's been pretty important for both human and animal in this case. And like I said, because we work as a team, mm-hmm. we're able to provide, you know, that pr- provide that guarantee that 
Bella is fed twice a day. She unfortunately can't be free fed. So once a day really wasn't an option. So we are able to accommodate that and they get, you know, twice a day updates of, you know, Bella's doing well. She's eating and she's sassy and happy. So there you go. So we talked about your app, but you mm-hmm. also have a Facebook page where sometimes we get to see pictures <laughs> of your pet friends. I love seeing those. Um, so that's kind of a bonus, I guess, if you will, where you're able to kind of show off your pet friends, but also kind of talk about your services that way yes. too. Uh, we do have all the social medias. We're not as active as we probably should be, uh, but we definitely try our best. People, our clients get to choose whether or not their pets are on social media. So one of those questions when they're enrolling with us is if they care if we share their you know pet on social media. And some do say no, and we respect that. Right. You know, we are taking care of a lot of animals whose families are away and not at home. Yeah. So we try, first of all, for safety reasons, we do not share pictures while parents are gone. Yeah. You know, just if somebody were to be paying attention, uh, it's another reason why we don't have advertising on our vehicles. Right. You know, a lot of people use their vehicles for... You know, advertising around town, the radio station. Uh, <laughs> I see your guys' cars and trucks right? around town. Yeah. And we have chosen not to do that just because if a pet sitter is at your house, that's most likely because you were out of town. Right. And so yeah. that is one, you know, we try to do our best to protect the privacy and the safety of our the houses that we're caring for. And so while we do share a lot of pictures and sometimes video we don't, it's not necessarily in time. You might not be seeing a pet that we're, you know, seeing that week. Right. But we do, we do enjoy sharing the pet friends that we're allowed to. Yeah. And then you mentioned that you don't have like logos on your cars. Um, so question in your app, are your clients able to see like a picture of who the, um, which one of your staff is coming to their house or yeah. how does that work? So, yes. Yeah, so they will see the journals are written from each team member. So yeah. if if I come in and do the visit, it's going to say that Jennifer was there. The pictures that you see, they if we take selfies with the pet that day, then you might actually put a face to a name. <laughs> gotcha. M- most of our clients, know, you know, have seen all of us probably at least once. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually looking at my website the other day and realized I hadn't updated all of my team most recent team members on there so i need to get on that and get everybody's face up on the screen but if you do follow like the social media side you'll see you know uh, selfies with everybody and then we do take professional pictures once or twice a year of the team but with my most recent baby we have not done that yet this (laughs) at this point in time this year so you've had your hands full yeah in lots of ways (laughs) yeah so with holidays coming up i know that like for my experience, I go out of town for the holidays and typically I have a lot of things to do. I have like presents to get and things to pack and places to go. And the last thing I do is think, oh crap, what am I going to do with my cat? And um, what would you recommend to people that are starting that process of getting into the holiday season and how do you not get stuck in that oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Yeah, so the biggest thing, especially if you haven't ever, like if you're new to pet ownership and haven't traveled yet since getting them, or if it's just a new pet, then the biggest thing to do is figure out 
where your pet is going to be most comfortable. Like I said, not every pet, and mainly when I say that, it's mainly dogs. Not every dog is going to be ideal, like staying home alone um, and having somebody come in. So it's kind of starting to make those plans now of, do you need to talk to your vet about boarding? Like, is there a medical reason where they would do best at a vet clinic that can make sure that, you know, those medical needs are met? Can they go to a boarding facility? If so, can they go to one that offers daycare? You know, we have lots of facilities in our area that all offer daycare or some even offer uh, training while they're boarding. So it's really kind of seeing, okay, where is what's going to be most like setting my pet up for success while I'm away? So that's kind of where I would start from there. Again, you know, we provide that in-home care. So if your pet is okay with staying home alone and having somebody just come to the house, then definitely obviously give us a call. We would love to get you enrolled and get everybody signed up. If you want to chat, I'm more than happy to just chat with people about like, you know, where would your pet be best at? You know, and we can, I could, I've definitely helped a few people explore options. You know, there's some people, pets that, you know, are, get themselves into trouble when they're home alone. And so, again, it comes down to a safety issue. We have also helped people transport their pets to and from the boarding facilities here in town. So if you're like, hey, I think at um, like Wildcat Pet Resort, they have specific pickup hours. And if you can't pick up, then you have to pay a whole nother night. Mm -hmm. um, of boarding and so you know we can you can also schedule you know what we call our taxi service so you might board them for a week but if you know you're going to get home at midnight and want your pet already home when you get there you know we will gladly go pick up your pets during those open hours over at wildcat and bring them home and that way they're already home you're you're saving on a night you get to see your pets right away and that type of stuff but yeah at this point especially preparing for christmas because I would guess most places at this point are already going to be full for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a kind of a hard time here. And we always get last minute people um, and we try. If we have cancellations, then we will definitely, you know, let our current clientele know or post it on Facebook if we do have room. But I would, like I said, most places at this point are going to be full for Thanksgiving. So now is that time to, again, plan ahead, figure out, you know, are you going to board your dog or are you going to keep them at home? Um, another plus to having in-home pet care is that we also pay attention to your house. We can, you know, get your mail, make sure your trash gets set out and those type of things. Um, we do have some people that end up boarding their dog, but having us come in to care for the cat or, you know, some of the other small animals. So there's just, there truly is a lot of, it's more than just picking a place. There's, you know, truly is some planning and some thought that kind of needs to go into it as people get ready for the season, especially the holidays when stuff is going to book up really fast. We've already started booking for Christmas and we probably got our first booking, you know, six months ago for Christmas. And that's kind of how <laughs> a lot of people are going to be around town. Yeah, that's definitely if I don't actually currently own any pets, but I would not be that person that contacts you six months in advance. I'm going to be that person that's going to be going I leave in three days. I forgot about the pet. What am I supposed to do with it? So, <laughs> You're not alone. Um, You're not alone. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I would guess I would probably need to put that higher up on the to-do list if I'm going to head out of yes, town. Yes, so. for sure. So if people aren't sure, they're like maybe a boarding, they're not sure if a boarding facility or if an at-home care is best while they're away and they just want to talk to you or they want to sign up for services, what's the best way to reach out to you guys? 
because we're in and out of the office so much, we really encourage people to actually just text us. Uh, a quick text just saying like, hey, I'm interested in Christmas boarding. Is there somebody able you know, to chat with me about it? They can, if they're for sure that they want in-home care and they want to kind of get a, even more of a jump start, you can enroll in our app from the website. Again, enrolling in the app doesn't mean that you're all set to go. We still would require the meet and greet, making sure we have you know access to your house, whether that's code or keys and all that good stuff. Yeah. But it would give you a jump start if you were already in our system. If they're kind of just starting to brainstorm ideas and want to learn more about us, again, if you shoot us a text, then one of us will gladly um, text or call you back and we can kind of chat about, you know, the pet's needs, what we offer, you know, if we're going to be the right fit. And if we aren't, we would gladly, you know, kind of talk through what other options we know in town. We always discourage rover use because we don't you know anybody can sign up for rover they don't require the insurance and the coverage so if an accident were to happen or you know if you know hate if somebody was to steal from your house or you know we've heard the horror stories of people not showing up and animals just sitting in the house so i will never encourage that but if somebody wants to chat kind of about the options that are available whether that's us or other facilities then we'd, you know, gladly talk to people about what would be, you know, what sounds like suitable for their pet. Again, since we don't know the pets yet, it makes it a little bit harder, but mm -hmm. we'll gladly kind of help guide through what the options would be. And then what is your website where they can find that more information or be able to sign up on your app? Yeah, it is uh, leadspetcare.com. So pretty easy. And there's a button on there that says new client i believe and they can click that and it should take them right to the browser page and then if they want to download the app they can do that too awesome a very beautiful easy to use website <laughs> yes <laughs> katie did uh, help with that I was gonna say, i'm gonna go with guessing that was one of katie's projects <laughs> it was one of my projects that's awesome so if it's not good don't talk to katie don't about talk it. to me about it <laughs> But yeah, I'm saying and that's... no, go ahead. No, you <laughs> and um, your social media leads pet care on Facebook and Instagram. Yep, okay, that's yeah, easy, it's pretty easy to find us if you're looking. If you're looking, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all, all right. right. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on today. We appreciate you talking to us. Is there anything else that you think? would like to mention that you don't think we've covered i don't think so i just again i think doing this right before the holidays is a good reminder for everybody again we love to accommodate as many people and pets as we can but it's just we're not always able to do it so i definitely encourage everybody to start planning now especially for christmas all right well thank you so much for coming on yes yeah, thank thanks, you for Jane. having me yeah Right, Becky, why don't you tell us a little bit about the news today? What's going on? Well, Katie, there are a couple of events going on this evening, Friday night. Um, tonight in Junction City is the 28th Annual Junction City Area Chamber of Commerce Christmas Parade, which is sponsored by Eagle Radio and the Geary County Convention and Visitors Bureau. That parade will start at 530, and um, they're going to do their normal parade route 
for the most part um, for this parade. They'll come down 6th Street from Eisenhower. and But this parade, what does a little different than like the 4th of July parade is it actually goes north on Washington Street for a couple of blocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they'll, there's plenty of space for people to line up be able to see those floats and for those that want to stay in and don't want to have to be out and fight the crowds or be out in the potential weather um our coworkers are actually going to be live streaming that parade um i don't know exactly where they're going to be set up from but they will definitely have that live stream on jc post and um then we've got jerry breckheisen and state representative jeff underhill are going to call the parade and if you don't want to watch it but just want to listen to their call you can go to 1079 fm or 1420 kjck to hear them yeah it'll be a great parade uh beautiful part of downtown main street to see all those people and also happening tonight in manhattan is the festival of lights yeah, so that is the lighting ceremony for the tallest Christmas tree in Northeast Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the tree itself is around 60 feet tall, and then the star on top of it is like another 7 feet. Wow. Yeah, and um, that one kicks off at 7 and Santa, and usually there's some special guests that show up to help flip that switch and turn on those lights. And that is a um, that's a light show that's kind of timed to music, one of those... Uh, fancy things you know yeah you you hear you hear that kid santa's gonna come a little bit early this year so uh feel free to stop by or um you can hear yeah and you can hear the light show um once you're out there program to 81.88.1 cut that out hold on yep So, um, music for this, Katie, if you've never been down there mm-hmm. um, and you want to just sit in your car and watch the light show instead of being out in the cold, uh, if you tune your radio to 88.1 FM, um, you can actually hear the music that they program the lights to flicker to. Very cool. I, I love light shows like that. There's one back home that we see and we'll park outside their house and tune to the station and then their music coordinates with their light show of their lights on their house and so that's awesome. those are always a lot a lot of fun so yeah. check that out at blue earth plaza 7 p.m uh and then saturday tomorrow november 25th the flint hills discovery center is hosting the kansas holiday market now this sounds really really exciting it seems to be and i from what i know from what i can remember like this is the first time they're doing this okay so it is saturday from 2 p.m to 8 p.m and it's going to be vendors or merchants that grow produce process, manufacture, or craft their products within the state of Kansas can participate. Um, They've got, I don't even know how many vendors. They had a list of like 15 of them out there, but I'm sure there's been more added since I looked. And um, that's all at the Discovery Center, both inside and outside. And that event is actually sponsored by From the Land of Kansas. So if you've ever seen those notations, those are, you know, businesses that have been kind of verified as being local you know yeah local is so important it's something that we hammer and talk about on this podcast literally every couple weeks so very exciting you can hang out there from two to eight uh in the afternoon and evening and uh there's no cost uh to visit the vendors just a cost to buy things so even if you're not necessarily in the holiday shopping mood yet maybe it'll maybe it'll kick uh kickstart that holiday shopping spree for you and you can at least take a look and 
see what's out there and support local business. Exactly. And then also on Saturday, it's a busy day, you know, this weekend yes. with everybody and Thanksgiving, um, is the final home football game for K-State. Um, it's their senior day, and they kick off at 7 o'clock playing the Iowa State Cyclones. Nice. So, um, but from what I've seen, there's a chance of, like, snow Saturday evening. There is. There's a good chance of snow showers. I don't think it's a super high chance, but honestly, with Kansas, I just just have a feeling that it's going to snow. So, uh, make sure to bundle up if you're heading out to the game or watch it. You can also listen to it on 1420 AM or 107.9 FM. And... Yeah, make sure to bundle up. It is yes. going to be cold for Farmageddon. Yes, absolutely. And then um, next Friday, I will be braving the weather yes. again. Um, this time, unfortunately, Katie, I believe that you're kind of busy, so mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to join me, but that's okay. Um, on the 1st is the Downtown Manhattan's Spirit of the Holidays Lighted Parade. So here we go, another parade. Mm-hmm. Um this one, though, all of the entries are required to have some sort of lights, like Christmas lights. Yeah. So it's I'm a lot of fun. I'm very excited. I think that it'll be cool to at least watch. I don't know if I'll be there. Right. But uh, the parade does start at 530. Becky's going to be live streaming and calling the parade uh, from Finn here. Finn's Neighborhood Pub. Yes. Tanya and Satish have been so gracious as to offer me a little bit of space in their area. And they're going to hook me up with a table and a chair and even some electricity to make sure that I don't run out of batteries on the live stream. And then um, you even helped to figure out some decorations we could throw on our radio station vehicles yeah be looking out for the power hits 97.5 and q country 103.5 truck for the parade i if i do say so myself the decorations are just perfection they're peak christmas they tie into our reindeer radio deal that we're doing and so it's very exciting i'm excited for how that's going to turn out so yeah check out that parade and uh, that's pretty much all we've got. You know, the holidays slowing down a little bit. Got some Christmas activities going on, holiday activities going on. And our next episode, it's going to air Friday, December 8th. I'm really excited about these next few episodes that we have going on. Yeah, we've got some um, some good um, organizations coming in for the next couple of podcasts instead of businesses. So we're changing it up just mm-hmm. a little bit for the month of December. And... Um, the next one that we have coming in is going to be a couple of representatives from Common Table are going to come talk to us, kind of going to talk to them about how the community Thanksgiving dinner went and then other meals that people can, um, you know, get access to throughout the month of December and all year long. And if there's anything special going on with them for Christmas season, that sort of thing. So it should be good. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to Common Table and see how their Thanksgiving meal went, which will be yesterday uh, when this podcast comes out, and um, see what they have in store for Christmas and the new year. So be tuning in for that. Be tuning in to find out how you can help your local community and give back. And we are so excited. We will have to see you guys next time. Yeah, and just remember, a locally grown apple a day keeps our community unique in every way, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.